So I need to make a public apology to you, especially now that you're a sex quanda. <laughs> Don't put any context around that. No, I'm not yeah. going to. I quite often delegate the duties of posting the links and whatnot, or what we call the show notes that we post on our Facebook page and Twitter and now our brand new and improved Google Plus page. Bam. I keep making the joke for the seven people on Google Plus. <laughs> why not follow us? I think we've got three followers. <laughs> nice. Well, that's half of Google+. Plus. Yeah. Uh, but I, I basically delegate the, the posting of the show note duties to you because I quite like the little descriptions and stuff you write yeah. for them. I think what's more enjoyable for you than mm. the descriptions is the fact that I always forget to do it until you have to remind me. Yeah. Because I'm the best podcasting partner in the world. And then you invariably accidentally post one when you should have scheduled it and yeah. just, you know, post them <laughs> as yourself and, and make a colossal <laughs> balls up of it, which I give you an epic amount of shit for. Oh, exactly. Uh, because you are the social media expert amongst the two of us. Hashtag guru. So for the episode, uh, I can't remember what it was called now, Nuclear Death Skeleton, Heat Death Skeleton. Is that, what it was, is that what it was called? Yeah, I mean, that's what it was about. You did all of the editing on that and did a fantastic job, I have to say. Thanks. Uh, so I went and did the, because I normally do the, the actual publishing part of the podcast. Mm -hmm. and I don't understand how this works at all. Are we on the internet <laughs> and how is that a thing? Well, there's this series of interconnected tubes. Uh, no. So I did the, I, I hoisted it up and scheduled it on Monday night. Yeah. And I went, you know, Stefan's done this. And the other thing that I normally do is when I've edited the episode, I get you to write the description and pick from a list of titles as well. Mm -hmm. So we're doing sort of, you know, we're thumb, a team. thumbing out the work like a team from, say, Voltron. Exactly. Or Predaking. No known weaknesses in this podcast <laughs> at all. With that episode, you'd done all of the editing and picked a title and written a description for it. So I thought, well, look. The least that I can do is I'll go schedule the links. Yeah. I'm doing my bit for this week. Also, I won't have to nag Stefan about it. Yeah. Also, I know that they won't get ballsed up. Silver lining times two. The first link appeared on Facebook because we schedule these to, so that we don't actually have to be on Facebook every day. Yeah. Because I wouldn't do that. No. Nah. <laughs> the first one went live today. Yeah. And I've just published it and left the description off it. <laughs> And so, so upset that I missed the opportunity <laughs> to send you a <laughs> passive aggressive note. It showed up in my news feed and I went, hang on a minute. I wrote a description for that. Where's it gone? Or and did I? What's happened is, yeah. is I copied you the... You fucked it up. I did. <laughs> I did. And I'm publicly apologising to you and I'll, I'll tell you how dumb my, my fuck up was. Yep. Is I copied, I scheduled the Facebook one uh -huh. and because I can't get access to the Twitter account through, what's that thing we use? Hootsuit. The internet. Because it won't let two people access the same Twitter account unless you pay for the pro version. So you've got the, the Twitter account in Hootsuit and I use it in Tweetbot. Yep. Um, but I can't schedule from Tweetbot. So I thought, oh, I have to schedule. So I went off and was yeah. manking around trying so to get I the. Fucked you over again. The, <laughs> trying to get the tweet <laughs> scheduled. Yeah. And I cop, I thought. I copied the Facebook one and pasted it into the Twitter schedule. Mm -hmm. Now, cut the Facebook one and pasted it into the Twitter one. And so, yeah, the Facebook one's just gone out with no description. Oh. It's just a, a link. And so I'm sorry because I believe I may have said something about a child being able to do this before. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, that is not the case. Yeah. 
So uh, very publicly, I would like to say I'm sorry for any of the shit I've ever given you about posting the social links. And can you please take over doing it next week? Because I feel really sad about it. So next week, when people see three posts come up really quickly, the first two from Stefan and then one of the same ones from Level 30. I'm not saying a word. (laughs) And I will do my darndest. (laughs) Yeah. So Greek. Uh, Greek. <laughs> Jesus. Geek Greek food maintained. Yeah. Also Greek food. Yum. Delicious. I love a bit of lamb. Who doesn't? Yeah. No, I was trying to think, does the lamb prey on anyone? Is there anyone who'd be grass? like... Grass? Oh, I, like, I don't like lamb. Yeah, grass. A blade of grass would be like, not a fan of that guy. No. Nah. And his enormous chompers. I had a pet sheep. Really? Or a lamb when I was a kid. Yeah. And uh, they. I don't know if you know about this, but... I don't know if people listening know about this, but mm-hmm. lambs are actually born with tails. Yeah. And what we do in Australia, and I don't know if we do it elsewhere in the world, I think I think mm-hmm. we do, but if you, you ever look I at don't. a sheep, well, no, not it's not on the agenda after we've recorded to just... <laughs> Who's got time? Yeah. Sheep, you'll notice, don't have tails. It's true. The reason for that, they put this little ring on the tail, and it's a little bit like, like they do with an umbilical cord on a human baby. Mm-hmm. They put the little ring on and then that sort of just eats through and the tail falls off. And I can distinctly remember when the tail fell off my <laughs> lamb and just being quite distraught. Why do they do the that? Thing. I think it's a hygiene thing because yeah. sheep don't have very good toilet habits. They tend to just shit all over themselves. So just I th- poop right in the tail. I think it's to do with that, I think. That sounds nice. Yeah. To keep that on some sort of geek theme, uh, my mum used to call the lamb Devastator after. (laughs) (laughs) Devastator and the Transformers. Famously tailless. Because we would just... Because we would let it loose in the yard and it would just eat everything. Bam. Just devastate my mum's garden and go, rose bushes? I'll get on that. Shazam. So, yeah, it, was, it wasn't because it was seven stories high and composed of green and purple construction equipment and robots. Yeah. Well, that's for the best. Otherwise, that'd be a slightly <laughs> different story. I remember the day that the tail fell off my <laughs> lamb. It crushed four automobiles. <laughs> you know what has the, the power of a falling mechanical tail? What's that? Uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy trailer. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Torturous Segway plus 10. That was brilliant. Oh, man. That hurt. Yeah. It's really good. I don't want to freak anyone out, yeah. but I'm looking forward to this film. Want to watch it? Um, I hope. All I hope is that between now and when the film comes out, I don't talk to any assholes who aren't 100% into it as well because I just don't think I'd have the time for them, especially in any kind of podcast subtext. Do you like it? (laughs) It's all right. Oh, man. (laughs) Sorry. Don't be such a lamb's tail. (laughs) I'm struggling with the concept of it. A little bit. Well, it's just, it's pretty by the numbers, man. <laughs> Talking <laughs> raccoon with a giant gun. Yeah. And a sentient tree. Exactly. Uh, it looks quite funny. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll give it that. It looks like it's got some great humorous moments in it. Yeah. Is, do you know if Stan Lee's got a cameo in it? Have you heard anything about it? No, no. Hmm. I don't know. I think he'll fit well because it does seem to be quite a humorous film. But it's just such, a, and I think we've sort of talked about this before, it's just such an out there 
mm. cons- of all the properties they could have picked up. It's just such a far out kind of concept that I'm sort of looking at it going, oh, I don't know, I don't know how this is going to work. That being said, I've got a lot of faith in in the Marvel universe, and and we've talked about this before. They've they've done enough good jobs of stuff mm. that I'm prepared to give it the benefit of the doubt. So while I'm not technically a hundred percent on board, yeah, if you round it up, how bored. On board, I was not bored. I'm not yep. bored. I'm, yeah, no, sorry, don't <laughs> don't hurt me. If you rounded up the percentage of on board, I was to the nearest ten. Yeah, I would be a hundred percent on board. Bam, is that okay? It's uh, it's a torturous description, but I approve. <laughs> I yeah, I'm, I'm backpedaling a little bit. No, look, <laughs> it's just look. It is. It's clearly batshit. Oh, like, yeah, it's mental. It's a, it's a bunch of weird space pirates. Yep. Uh, one of whom, as you say, is a talking raccoon who enjoys gun murder. Who's the smug, nasty fiancé from Wedding Crashes, which I think I've mentioned before. Exactly. You're a uh, sack. You're very angry about that. Yeah. Uh, it. But it just, yeah, it, it looks really funny and fun. And it looks like they've mm. taken, like, the advantage you have in having something that is, like, a few steps beside reality is that you can just go nuts with it and have a lot of fun with it yeah, yeah I, think, look, I think it's going to be a fun film absolutely yeah the fundamental idea is sort of taking the piss of the whole thing yeah because like many comic book properties it's got that grandiose name guardians of the galaxy mm. but even in the comic book they're just sort of like a ragtag bunch of assholes yep i like it when that generates good stories like you can see someone's had to sit down and go well the story is going to be funny and it's going to be about how these guys are kind of losers but we've got to call it guardians of the galaxy yeah which are you going to use that name to make them into like shining space pirates or something, or are you just going to? I hope they don't. It out. No, they don't seem to. They're like yeah. they like John C. Riley, who's in it, who was very exciting. Yes, uh, like makes fun of them for it. I had no idea he was in. No, and it's a good sign. Yeah, that's great. Um, so yeah, I'm in the tank for it. Cool. Surprisingly, I know uh, Marvel yeah. movies touch and go with me. <laughs> 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 I have been enjoying that sort of. Uh, mean little meme that's going around the internet about uh, DC. Is this the Wonder Woman thing? Yeah. DC is uh, having trouble with Wonder Woman because they try. You know, they need a movie that people can relate to and it might audiences might not be ready for a movie that stars a woman. And then it's yeah. just like a picture of Rocket Raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> Marvel's like, lol, 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 having a good time. <laughs> just counting money and stuff. Well, they've had a, a little bit more success. So... Yeah. I watched, actually, I watched uh, a couple of DC things the other night, late, like late night on Friday or Saturday. Mm-hmm. I was, you know, I was decided to take a break from the whole, you know, usual Hugh Hefner lifestyle that I lead, just well, exactly. surrounded by babes. Just sauntered between discos. Yes. And I was I sitting at home it. by myself just watching TV. Yeah. And late night, there were two different shows on. There was a Batman there's a new Batman series which is called Fear the Batman, I think. Mm-hmm. And it's not it's not new, new, but it's it's relatively new. Yeah. So I watched that and it was yeah, it was okay. It doesn't have the normal sort of rogues gallery of villains that Batman. So there's no Joker, there's no Penguin, there's no Riddler, there's none of those guys. The villains are all a little bit esoteric. I think the most recognisable one that I read, because I immediately went and read the Wikipedia article to find out oh, what yeah. it was all about. How do other people watch TV? Ra's al Ghul's in it. But oh, yeah. that was kind of about it. There's the League of Shadows. Alfred is not an aged butler. Alfred is this sort of ex-English secret service, towering, muscular skinhead. Yeah. 
kind of dude who's just like, oh, we'll fuck everybody up. It'll be fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, that's my best English accent. It was amazing. It sorry, was like sorry, to Michael Caine. <laughs> <laughs> it was okay. Yeah. The animation in it was quite good. You didn't see Bruce Wayne at all. It was just Batman the whole time. Yeah. I kind of dig. Yeah. He's the a, second he's one. the star of the thing. It's, it's not called s- Bruce Wayne. No, it's not. It's called... It's not called Tolerate the Bruce Wayne. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the other one was a crossover thing, which I believe is a direct-to-video or a telemovie animated mm. Batman and Superman. I think it's called – I'll have to have a look. Well, I'll post I, a link to it in the I think I stumbled across this in the middle on telly the other night as well. And it's got Supergirl in it? Yeah. And Wonder Woman? And they mm-hmm. take Supergirl to – the island and Wonder Woman has to train her up because they're all sceptical of her and she can't control her powers. And Yeah, what was it called? It was like Superman, Batman uh, and something, in something. Yeah. Superman, Batman. Oh, it was, uh, I can't remember what it was called, but it was about apocalypse and um, yes. dark side. Yes. And stuff. Yes. Do you know what the really cool thing about this podcast is? Yeah. Is we can cut that whole bit out and make it sound like we just knew what it was called straight off the top of our heads. Exactly. The power of editing, bitches. Go team. It's like we've got- Stop uh, calling me team. (laughs) (laughs) It was 27 years ago. It's all right, man. Just edit it out. Uh, Edit out JT out of every episode and replace it with the word team. (laughs) Uh, I quite enjoyed that thing. I actually turned it off and went (laughs) to bed. Well, it was on quite late and I'm old. Yeah, exactly. That's uh, right. As we've established, you were sauntering between discos at the correct. time. So I'm going to download it and watch it in my own time. Yeah. The one thing I will give it to DC, the one genre that they are doing consistently good work with that Marvel has faltered in is those sort of animated yep. films that they've been doing. Yeah. They seem to be putting one out every couple of years or a couple of year even, and they've been really good. I just mm. watched The Flashpoint Paradox. Okay. Which was a one of those animated films yep. based on the Flashpoint miniseries that DC put out a few years ago, which they used to reboot their universe. Mm. I was convinced you were going to say based on the Flashpoint paradox then, and I was just going to say, duh. <laughs> but please. No, that's all right. Don't let my scathing sarcasm interrupt you. Continue. I never, I never have. <laughs> Um, the, the comic book was, uh, was just terrible. Like, (laughs) (laughs) do not read it. Uh, like I liked the idea as a, as a comic book parallel universe time travel nerd, but effectively Flash wakes up in a sort of world that's not quite as our own and everything's a bit strange and he has to try and make it, make everything back the way it was. And it was driven at the time. I quite liked the balls of it because basically Flash spends the series trying to make the world better again. Like everything's shit. And it's that sort of... What a hero. Yeah. It's that classic story where you can always feel when a writer gets excited because they're like, this world will only live for six issues. So let's go bloody hog wild. Like that episode of Buffy where they go into the parallel universe where Buffy never rocked up and by the end of it, everyone's dead. Or like every what if comic ever where Mm. like... If you ask any question, what if something in the Marvel Universe, the answer is Wolverine dies and the skeleton is on the panel. Um, <laughs> long story short, he like fixes it because it's a su- superhero comic. Mm. But he goes back in time and then the next week DC just restarted the whole universe. Had decided as a company that they wanted to restart their entire comics books line and yep. get rid of all their continuity. Didn't tell anyone, just had this Flashpoint thing. was the only thing that came out. And then they were like, cool. He goes back in time, changes it, but doesn't work so he changes everything so it's all slightly different and now it's like this 
Wow. Everything you know is wrong. Yeah. Uh, and I quite liked that. It was a really cool idea as a way of restarting a comic book line. But the story itself was really boring. Mm. The one fun idea in it was that uh, Thomas Wayne was Batman because that night in the alley, Bruce Wayne was the one that got shot. Mm. So his dad's all messed up because his son got killed and, uh, and his wife went insane and became the Joker. Nice. Uh, and that was really cool. Did you want to talk about the cartoon? Now? Yeah, it was the same. <laughs> <laughs> but better because it doesn't have all the weight of this other stuff in it. Yep. Uh, and that, uh, the Flashpoint one was made on the run. Mm. Because <laughs> it's the flash. Get it? Get it's flash. Got it. Got it. I uh, needed you to explain it, but I got it in the end. Yeah. Whereas this one seemed to have the benefit of hindsight, and they sort of tightened it up a bit and made it into just a standalone. Is hindsight a villain in the DC universe? Or? Yeah, it is. Okay, uh, cool. He's got uh, what they call it backwards eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, an alien gave them to him uh, because he was he made a wish upon the last fallen star in autumn. Of like, what does my brain look like? And an alien came down and was like, zibbity damn. And now his eyes point backwards and all he sees is his own brain. Wow. Yeah. That's not actually true. But it gives for him those of you who are now scouring the internet <laughs> looking for the <laughs> hindsight origin comic. But because, like, he can't... So he doesn't have uh, the sense of vision, obviously. Well, yeah. not in a traditional sense because he's got backward eyes. <laughs> How long are you going to roll with this? Um I'm excited to see what you come up with. But because he can't see, yeah. his eyes are constantly scouring his brain. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he can see his own thoughts, which gives him super intelligence. Right. And he's used this super intelligence because he like squares all his thoughts. Because as he's thinking them, he's also reading them. So he's like speed learning. Yep. Uh, so he's used this super intelligence to unlock the powers of mega touch. So he has super fingers. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> You guys can't see it, but he just rattled that off completely <laughs> straight-faced as if it was fact. I can't um, believe you haven't read uh, Sitting hindsight. here knowing that you're lying and yet almost believing it, going, oh, man, I need to read that comic. Yeah. Um, sounds awful. Mm. What do you think Magic Fingers would do? I don't know. Maybe it's like Kane from Spider-Man. Did you ever read any of the Spider-Man clone saga? Yeah, I did. It was the worst. Yeah. But it was when I was collecting comics, so I thought it was the best. Because what's better than Spider-Man? 11 billion Spider-Man. Scarlet Spider. Uh, who yeah. turned out to be the real Spider-Man, but then not the real Spider-Man, but then he was the real Spider-Man. Spoilers. Exactly. But he had a sleeveless hoodie. Extreme. Yeah, that's uh, pretty, uh, pretty late 90s dope and ill. Exactly. What, what? Did he ride a skateboard? Uh, spider skateboard? He didn't. Did he have Surprise spider happy pants? No. <laughs> That'd be cool. Did you? It was when Marvel was going to the hammer dance. (laughs) (laughs) Spider hammer dance. It's just like the hammer dance, but up and down a wall instead of the ground. That would be awesome. Uh, It would be. Somebody write a letter to Marvel. Yeah, I want that on a movie. We demand Spider hammer dance. (laughs) Uh, His clone Kane had would touch people in the face and burn and scar up their face. Yes, which I always dug because they revealed it was because he was like a corrupted clone, so it was like a hyper-sensitive version of Spider-Man's ability to stick to walls mm. with his hands. I was, gonna pluck, I was actually going to pluck an obscure segue out of what you yeah. just said when you said about him speed learning by looking at his own brain. Yeah. Hindsight, the DC makes, character that doesn't sense. exist. Hindsight, the power of backwards eyes. Did I show you the, uh, the spritzing thing? Because it was... I feel like you foreshadowed that we need to talk about spritzing, but maybe that's just you, again, sending me... Unsolicited messages sometimes. Probably. Spritzing. I'm known to do that. Yeah. 
Mobile World Congress was on a couple of weeks ago where they announced all the new mobile phones. Yep. Uh, which gets me very... <laughs> Not a thing I've ever heard of, but... Really? Immediately something You've that never I heard of Mobile World Congress? You say that like... You live in a cave? You have 10 phones. <laughs> <laughs> this is the event of the smartphone calendar. It is. It's, uh, in, it's in Barcelona. I want to go one year. I'm sure you not, can. I can't obviously go back in time because we haven't got the, the technology no, yet. We're not the flash. So spritzing is this technology that I, I can't remember who invented it. It might be Spritzing Incorporated or something like that. But yeah, it's, you put it, a little lemon in water. That technology has been around for yeah, ages. No, this is slightly different. Slightly okay. different uh, skew on that. Yeah. They basically have gone back to the drawing board and thought about how do human beings read and how can we help them read better? And which I like because it's such a basic thing. And I apologise to anybody, you know, any illiterate people out there who struggle with reading. I don't mean to, yeah, you know, persecute you or anything like that. Well, <laughs> I'll tell you a, a story about dyslexia after after this story, which is another eggs on JT's face story. But yeah, that sounds disgusting. There's <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yep. Bust the face eggs. They've looked at how do, how do you read and they've looked at the concept of speed reading. Mm. And speed reading is one of those things that I've always thought that would be really cool. That would save me so much time. Yeah. Except I can't be bothered to learn how to do it. So these guys have – I as, can only assume that these guys are as lazy as me. Yeah. But just a little bit more productive with their laziness, if that makes sense. They've gone back, looked at speed reading. How does it work? What are the principles of it? And they've built a piece of software – that you can feed text into on your phone and it sort of flashes the words up mm-hmm. really rapidly and it puts a marker above the middle letter, which is sort of when you speed read, you're kind of reading the middles of the words and your brain's doing a whole bunch of peripheral vision type stuff. Okay. So they put uh, a marker and some emphasis on the middle letter and then they flash these words up on the screen at a very, very rapid rate and you can control it. Mm-hmm. And I did the test with it and I was reading at 55 words per minute on their test. And really? it was making perfect sense. Just straight up? Straight up. It just goes and flashes the words on the screen and I, it says, you know, just read. And it's one word at a time. Mm-hmm. And they just, yeah, flash up in sequence and the bit that you're supposed to focus on moves slightly. And as long as your eyes track on that, you can read it, which is... That's cool. It's pretty remarkable. Uh, mm-hmm. So they're talking about how they're going to license it. And I thought, what a fantastic thing for a device like a Kindle yeah. or whatever, if you could read a book that fast. And they reckon they've got success with it up to 100 words per minute in testing. Christ. So, you know, think about the average book. Think about the average blog post that I write. You could read one in a second. Yeah. Yeah. So I just I thought that was cool and 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 worth a mention. And it's going to appear in Samsung phones, which disappoints me because I hate Samsung and their phones. Mm. I love their TVs, but not their phones. Oh, don't be such a sad uh, song. But Samsung. <laughs> <laughs> don't be such a sad <laughs> song. <laughs> oh. Sorry, I hadn't said anything for a while. <laughs> Samsung have got this other technology, which is eye-tracking technology that they've put in their new Galaxy phones. Yeah. Where if you're watching a movie on your ridiculously oversized Samsung phone... They're huge. They're like plates. They are. They're like pants plates. They're, they <laughs> pants like plates. It. Yeah. Have you ever tried walking around with a plate in your pants? No, because it's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. No, you make a valid point. So it watches your eyeballs. So you watch a movie on it yep. and you look away and the movie pauses and you look back and the movie starts again so you don't miss anything when oh, you've really? got someone annoying going, oh, hey, just look at this for a minute. Yeah. And you're like, Mercedes Corby. 
Can you please go away? I'm yeah. trying to watch the Guardians of the Galaxy trailer. Exactly. So I'm sure your interview will be fine. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? Wow. So my thought is if you combine those two things together, because yep. the problem with the speed reading thing is what if you miss a word? And then you've got to backtrack know. over the course of an hour. <laughs> yeah. So if you put those two things together, that's a really interesting kind of it is. technology to allow people to, to read more effectively. See, and even beyond the, um, the speed reading thing, the mm. other thing I think of is that like for your commute or whatever, mm. you now just have a book which is like a bracelet. Yes. Like you've only got to have... Because you only need enough space for a word yeah. at a time. If you've got a screen that's just like a big, long, skinny thing, which is the size of a word, mm. and you just be like, I'm going to read the bloody Great Gatsby or whatever. What'd you do on your way to work? I read Pride and Prejudice on a cigarette lighter. Exactly. It's pretty great. Just go blah, 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 blah. Can I, I just it. use Pride and Prejudice as an example? Sure. I meant to use something like War and Peace, but all right. That's Bit right. of Austin's good. Love uh, it. it. It wouldn't be – the only problem is it wouldn't be good for comics. No, because yeah. you need the pictures. Exactly. Yeah. I, th- I think that's a given though. That's pretty – that's like – that's a proper technology rule story. Yeah. That's an advancement in one of the most basic human functions. Yeah. Speaking of basic human functions, mm-hmm. I had a moment yesterday where – the bathroom? No. Oh, different health. There's, there's a different function. moment. We're okay. not going to talk about that one. Yep. I was in a supermarket and I was fumbling with coins and stuff and I thought, you know, given that opposable digits are supposedly what separates us from the animal world, mm-hmm. I'm, a la- I'm largely useless with mine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a horse on its own legs. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. That's all. Cool story. <laughs> what else do you want from me? I don't know, man. I just sat here and listened to you invent a comic book character that can look into his own (laughs) brain. Here's what we do, all right? (laughs) Yeah. So hindsight. Oh, God. Has, um, he's come back from the future, which allows us to call his comic Hindsight 2020. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah. No. One million dollars opening weekend. It's going to be huge. Produced by Michael Bay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, his fingers are now just explosions. <laughs> my entire imagination and yes. brain is entirely occupied with my latest video game obsession. Which is? XCOM. What, what's that? Are you familiar with XCOM? No. Tell me. It came out a couple of years ago and everyone I know was like, XCOM? You need to play XCOM. <laughs> It'll be good. You what sort of people it. do you hang around with? I don't know, man. My imagination plays tricks. Uh, but everyone said I would love it. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I should play it. But, you know, time makes fools of us all. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> PS3 joined the club by sending me an email that was like, you know what's 10 bucks today? XCOM. <laughs> oh, sweet, man. Thanks, Sony. Yeah. Downloaded it. Took my whole life to download a game. I was thinking you were looking a bit older. Yeah. That modern day video game experience where you get a game, you put it in, you're like, I'd like to play this now. And I only put a game in when I'm like, I want to play a game. And then it's like, yeah, you should update it though. I hate that. It'll take you seven days. And you're like, what if I just don't update it? Can I just play it? They're like, nah, bro. I think the new Xbox just does all that in the background for you. That would be good. Microsoft, send us an Xbox. We just plugged your shit. (laughs) We want one. Uh, because I have limited time to play video games Yep And have in the past got a video game set Alright, I've got Especially when I was playing heaps of Street Fighter 4 or something mm. you know, like, I've got 20 minutes to play a video game I'll do a couple of rounds of Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat or whatever it is And you plug it in It's like, oh, I'll just update it for your entire window, eh? Like, oh, 
man. So like got a delightful night of uh, bar progress. But nice. anyway, XCOM. Space Marines versus Aliens. Turn-based mm-hmm. combat. Brutally, brutally unforgiving. Oh. Like rage quitty, controller throwy. Oh, it's no good for me. Terrible. Too much of a temper. It's it's a rarity, which is, and I'm excited by it because it's the rare game that you can lose. Like video games these days don't really have that. Like you've got the progressive story arc. Yep. And you just, you know, if you die, you just restart and you keep playing. But there's no end state that is not success. Yep. Whereas XCOM is like uh, you manage this base mm. uh, and you manage all your troops and everything. Um, but you have to like manage your resources and uh, train everybody and do research and then buy things and you've got engineers and scientists and fighters and it blah, blah, blah. Sounds very involved. It's very... It's, it's by the guys no who made... It's but No, it's not. <laughs> it's by the guys who did Civilization. You go... You send all these troops out and it's like the... Uh, all of their equipment and experience and everything is the sum total of the resources you've been able to bring to them. Yep. Uh, and then you put them on the field and... If you get caught out in any way, you will be immediately murdered. Nice. Uh, and I didn't know. I started the game murder. and had all the characters and I named one. I was like, this one's going to be me, the king of everything. So I called him Stefan. And then I had to watch Stefan take a rocket to the face and die. <laughs> oh, the number of times I've dreamed about that. <laughs> <laughs> and was not I aw- said that out loud, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, yeah. And it's fine. It's fine. Uh, was not aware that in this game, if they die, they're just dead. That's it. There's none of this. There's no respawning. Yeah, exactly. It's just screwed. Uh, and was super excited about the, oh, wow, it actually is a challenge because you can fail. Like, it's not a challenge if you can't fail. No. And I... Failed so hard. <laughs> like my first playthrough, like my economy collapsed and like uh, the whole world rejected me as a person. Mm. So I'm playing again and it's very exciting. And uh, that's my story for today. I like it. Yeah. On the video game front, just quickly mm. in passing, are you, you're, we've talked about Batman before, haven't we? The Arkham. I've talked about series. Batman. So Bruce Wayne was a child. No, His family no, went to see stop. Zorro at the theatre. Stop. But mum, I'm scared of Zorro, he said. But Bruce, just finish the play. No, mum, I need to go now because fear. It grips my heart like a bat. He runs out into the lane and his parents come. And then Joe Chill, or is it Joe Chill? Depends on the continuity. Comes out and says, give me your fingernails. <laughs> You see that, Nolan? That's how you do a Batman origin. Parents dead feels bad. Yeah. So the Arkham series of video games. Yeah. Arkham Asylum, Arkham City. What was the third one called? Arkham Origins. Was it? I think so. Are you making that up? I was like a prequel. You fucking with me? Would you? Would do I sound like the kind of person who would just pointlessly make stuff up for his own enjoyment? (laughs) Absolutely not. Exactly. There's a fourth one coming out. Really? Called Arkham Knight. Arkham Knight. Which I saw the trailer for and it looks pretty cool. M Knight or K Knight? K Knight. K Knight. Yeah. Not like M9. Shamalamalamalamalamalayan. Yeah. Because that would have had an interesting twist. It would have. The elevator was the devil. <laughs> I haven't seen that film. <laughs> Is that a film? The, didn't he do a film after he did The Last Airbender and people were like, you're not even a person, you're an abstract shame. <laughs> Who's never really known love. Uh, and his next film, I think, was called Devil. And it was like four people trapped in an elevator. And one of them's the devil. And the movie is about finding out which one. And for some reason, with that pitch, the elevator pitch, you may say, I never got, I never got around to watching it. I'm going to watch like, that and I'm going to review it next week. And I'm going to give it five stars. 40-minute <laughs> review. <laughs> yep. 
Um, uh, so yeah, there's a fourth Batman game yeah. coming out in the series, which is going to be awesome because that'll be the fourth game in the series that I've yet to get around to playing. <laughs> but it's a very can, good series. You can play it for me and tell me how great it is. I haven't played the third one and the reviews for that came out and were like, it's pretty good. It was a new studio. Yeah. Well, um, I heard it was a very evolutionary kind of mm. step up, whereas this is being praised already as being a bit more redefining, Bam. shall we say. Is there a superhero called K-Knight? And it's like a dog dressed in armour. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to stop it there. <laughs> I can keep talking about other stuff though, right? Yeah. Oh, so cool. <laughs> oh, sure. Cool. And um, we're done. <laughs>